does get people to fucking kick into gear normally. Yeah, I don't know. There the we go. By Holberg, who's not too far away over on the outside. Uh, on the rails with him is Mr. Medici. Holberg together. Holberg That's is out three problem. wide. One to Turkai Trick. He's followed by Shootout and then Malucky Day starting a move Shootout. now. Followed by American and behind them illustrious blue red ruler. Campanologist Bucciolati Managar. Profound beauty. Well back in the field is Linton. He's being followed then by Precedence. Zipping. Then Monaco Consul. And towards the end still is Shocking and Master O'Reilly. Up to the turn now. Once for a while the narrow leader from Harris Tweed Desperado. So you think is Paul on the outside as they swing around the turn. Next is Mr. Medici back behind those horses in his shootout ends of eight. They're on the swing for home. And here Descarado trying to get up on the inside. Once for Wild Harris Tweed. Malucky Day. Turkai Trick stayed on the inside. He's dashed to the front. Here comes So You Think down the outside with 250 metres to go. So You Think has raced up. American is a danger. Then Harris Tweed. Turkai Trick the rail. So You Think in front. American is coming hard, American race pass so you think and then the lucky day American for France, coming right away American, American is coming away, American Trevian, scored by two links for lucky day, so you think has run third and coming home very solidly fourth was zipping he's followed closely by Harris the 2010 edition of the Melbourne Cup, some consider it the greatest Melbourne Cup of all time. Tremendous win from the French stayer, American. Great call from Greg Miles. I'll never forget being at the uh, at an establishment in Penrith, and as soon as So You Think hit the, the lead at the top of the straight, the pub exploded. I'll never forget that. I think everyone in the, in the pub was on it, and uh, it wasn't to be. It's a bit quieter. Uh, about 30 seconds later, but uh, great race, and uh, we get to look forward to the race that stops the nation tomorrow. Show us your tips for progress racing. Wet track. It was it. a wet track, yeah. Wet and, track. Uh, over it the so whole time. Oh, I would have won next year if I hadn't got sold. Yeah. Well, would have won that year if it wasn't a wet track. One of the sporting tragedies of the last decade was, uh, so you think, getting sold, because would have won four Cox plates. Yeah. And gone to start and still been a, a star. But anyway. Great horse. Strong finish from America in that. Oh, oh, yeah. Outstanding. Yeah, he changed, he paved the way for Dunedin the year after and, um, yeah, probably changed the way an internationals yep. approach the race, set up the John Cup for a couple of years as the uh, lead up and, yeah, here we are, I suppose. Um, the game has changed again because now it's no longer the lead up. But we're here to look talk about Melbourne Cup Day. We're joined by, um, from the Footy and Frothies podcast, a very good judge, Barney Dave Harvey is joining us. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, mate. And yourself? Very good. Uh how, and Beavers here. How are you? Should Very well, you thanks, Dagster. Uh, how did Derby, tra- Derby Day treat both of you? Both y'all? I've been struggling for a couple of weeks, but... Oh, that's good. I'm glad weeks, I got so you on here this week. In. I booked we'll you a month ago, so it's good. <laughs> um, how did Derby Day treat you? You nailed September run? Yeah, I had September run. Um, actually, I didn't have too many bets because I was stupidly playing cricket yeah. on the day, and I'll never do that again. <laughs> um, hate that game. And so I was... Yeah, I, I uh, finished okay for the day because I had a good bet on September run. I sort of left some of the early things out. Um, young Werther, a little bit disappointing. Uh, you're probably right there, Daggy. Was just not just uh, ran out of puff. Yeah. So on Derby. Uh, I look forward to most of them Odium going around at Mowie in 12 months' time. Yeah. Odium just missed, missed by a pimple. Yeah. Um, now, shout out to Money Man Rod, a regular correspondent. He followed all our tips. He cleaned up, and then he, he had the, all of it in to shout the bar. So next time you're in Penrith, Money Man Rod, can you shout the bar? <laughs> <laughs> My uh, buddy Dave Gardner, he um, had shout the bar 
Odium Exactor. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, Good on him. And he was supposed to buy me some drinks last night and he didn't. So, yeah, so I guess Sydney Form stood up. Waller 3, or Gay won the Group 1, Waller 3 winners, September run, which you found. Uh, and, and if I'd been like logical, not twos, trying to... What's that? You did. If... Uh, not hard to find if it was I'd been logical, not trying to be too clever. I end up the debate we had on the show last week was is Farn and Gorn and about ten minutes for race time I just decided, yep, Farnan's gone. Didn't want Wild Ruler, so next best was I did back Anders, but I I did back uh, September yeah. run. So that was good. Um, first four winners in Sydney, so the job was done for me halfway through the day, so it was yeah. good. Um, Barn, how anything out of the day for you or are you just looking forward now? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Looking forward. I was with you in on Anders in that race, um, but sorry about yeah, that. I got one or two. Oak, good chance Oakley Plate. Give it six yeah. months, fresh up. It jumped yeah. ping lids, eleven hundred, but it, I think it's done enough for now. I jagged one or two, but I just generally run in second and thirds all day, which doesn't end up profitable. Yeah, um, <laughs> just missed on sound. Ashron nubbed it, yeah. but um, yeah. it, there was a, that would have been a, a big day. And Hopper on her torn the line, it would have turned it from a good day into a, a massive day. But G Troy, we anyway, got there. G, and we we did, you know, there were the two, and in both cases we. Both cases I had saved on the winner, and we said there was only two hopes in the race. So Shout the bar has been one of mine for a long time, and I left it out for whatever reason. Never <laughs> well, we knew Daggy would never back that horse because no. <laughs> it's against his religion. Swear word. Um, <laughs> to shout anybody. So, <laughs> the bar. Thanks to uh, got to give a quick shout out to the Gums for hosting us tonight for Melbourne. We thought we'd do something different for Melbourne Cup Day, and uh, here we are. They've looked downtown after Penrith, us here, the downtown Penrith, and uh, doing our best here. Progress Racing. If you haven't already, subscribe to us, Spotify, iTunes, and especially YouTube. Leave some comments. Leave some comments on the YouTube page. We do check them. We'll uh, give some feedback. We'll give you a shout out and let us know how you go. Let us know if our tips do suck. But um, so far, so good in the uh, yeah. spring carnival. Our friend Roddy's never had more money in oh, his kick than ever. Done well. Love Rod's his work. Flying. So uh, only, only does he not follow us. He manages to pick out the ones that we actually. Picks the eyes out yeah, of yeah, he picks the eyes out of them. So he knows his stuff. And this is what I said after his first email. Kudos to him because he went, okay, yep, yep, yep. I'm with them. Bang, bang. Three leg multi. Like up it goes. Yeah. There it is. So that's the way to play. You know. So back thanks yourself. For, thanks for writing in, Rod. Yeah, we thanks, we Rod. love the feedback, mate. Yeah. Let us know what you're backing too. It's good. Yeah, actually, <laughs> next time if you could just let us know. Shout the button <laughs> in advance. <laughs> It'll be sweet. But uh, let's get into Melbourne Cup there. Should we start at Flemington or should we start at Sydney? Oh, Flemington. Let's okay, go Flemington, the main event. So the uh, auxiliary card in Sydney, but Melbourne Cup, the weather's good. The ra- the rail has was going to move out too, I believe. I should double check. <laughs> I haven't followed up. Let's have a look here. Talk amongst yourselves, punters. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that it's going to make much to you. I thought Flemington played pretty well the other day. I can't imagine. Well, let's let's get on to the first one. You think were do- you're talking about that. The <laughs> Maribyrnong Plate for the youngsters over 1,000 metres. Um, Rail's gone oh, out two metres. Sorry. Karen. There you go. Most of these are first starters, except uh, favourites had one start for one win, and everything else except for one or two have only had the... The one start. What do you think, Dave? Uh, I think we can start with race one, number one. I'm really keen, actually. Uh, I can't say really keen because we don't know about the unraced. Uh, yep. I know they've jumped out. But uh, to draw a line through General Bow, who was um, who ran time on debut, ingratiating beat at fair and square, you can then, as a result, rule out number two, Finance Tycoon. Uh, and ingratiating well and truly has, I just noticed it's been backed as well. Uh, has the race brigade covered and there's not a whole lot there that interests me out of the others. I haven't fully studied jump outs because 
I'm inherently lazy and can't go out of my way to look for it. But I think if the uh, race form stands up, uh, ingratiating a win to kick us off with a winner, what do you reckon? Uh, you any, happy to, happy to go with you there, mate. I'm going to stay out of this one, to be honest. Do you want to keep hosting or should I do it? No, no. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Get, you're no, you're doing a good job. You get, get the shits with me. No. <laughs> I don't well, want to get on your Why change the habit of a lifetime? That's, <laughs> all right, we're going to the listed race, the 400 metre for the Phillies. We see a bit of Sydney form against some uh, Twains Express, which is Mexicana form. Have you got any thoughts here, lads? I'm going to go with joviality in this one, to be honest. Uh, uh, J-Mac, Chris Waller, Sydney form. Uh, the wide draw is the only question I've got, but... At three dollars, I'm willing to take a pun on that one. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Barney Boy here. Uh, I think uh, Joviality showed enough in its Sydney form. Um, we know the Sydney form stacks up this time of year, and Wallow McDonald uh, should be hard to beat. And the form got uh, stamped with uh, Forbidden Love running third at about four bucks yesterday. Yep, uh, in the Group One. So um, let's make it a clean sweep, Joviality. J-Mac, Chris Waller, we'll keep that going down there. The form's just better. When the third favourite, Sweet Reply, Joviality's got links on the Sweet Reply. Um, I might even have a crack with uh, Joviality all up something into the cup just to give me a bit of better... better bit of value. Okay. Um, Twain's Express did match motors with La Mexicana, um, so it does need to be respected, I suppose, but beyond that, um, yeah, uh, Joviality, I think with J-Mac... Well, we'll just keep the Melbourne wagon rolling along. Into the third, the Vobus gold for the 1,000 metres. This is a less than inspiring race. Mm. Um, anyone? Uh, if anything, I'd probably look at Harlem Blues, um, maybe an each-way play. But, yeah, no, not a lot of interest in this race for me. For me... I kind of the same. It's not a race that I'm overly keen on, but if you if you actually do your homework on the form, you go back three starts, hard landing, um, one at Mooney Valley uh, was a was a pretty good win um, in the soft going, and then its last two runs haven't been great, but they've been in much better company than this. Mm. Um, you know, Immortal Love, Flying Award, and then last start, uh, Doubtland. Uh, won the race and it hasn't been that far off them this is a really big dropping class and so therefore uh, gate one I expect this to jump and run and if it can produce anything like that form uh, it could be hard to beat in a race like this no, I, th- I think you're on the right track. I think you've both got the two that I would have been interested in I, th- uh, I like the I th- I'm saying that um, that McNeil stakes which you more to one love uh, Mortal Love won, sorry, um, gutted all those horses because yeah. everything out of that race has really fallen off a cliff, really. Uh, even Tagalau hadn't come up. So it's, they've given them, they went to the race against Outland, then gave it seven weeks off. I'm saying freshen up, dropping grade, tick. And then the one that um, just outside all of them uh, was Harlem Blues. I think you, you've uh, found the right one there, Barn. Uh, that is uh, coming from synthetic to here, but uh, Snowden... Lightly raced, just um, just a bit less exposed. Now, oh, I say this is a lot, but I generally try to do this race and had to go have a lie down <laughs> after this race, the staying race. The, the, the only thing I can give this race is the you name. Did the Macca's run. The Macca's run. I just thought it used to be the long black or it used to be like, God, this um, this is a, a mediocre race, but I, uh, kudos to the Mac has run name. Well done. Yes. Um, does, can someone give us some clarity or are we... Um, no, definitely not. Mm. 
Ah, uh, look, I think you probably got to look for the, you know, $4 favourite Yonkers. I thought yeah. Yonkers was pretty good last start. Again, it's Sydney form. It's Waller trained. Uh, we know that it'll probably, it, it should run the distance. And I thought its last run was probably the best run it's had for a while. And if it can back that up, I think it's probably too good for most of these. Yeah, I it just doesn't appear in my head that Yonkers is going to win a race on Melbourne Cup Day after running around <laughs> at Kenzo and everywhere else it runs around at. That said, um, when the danger's Knight's Order, who just quite loaded tip at 30s two weeks back, um, is coming down, quick back up into trip down and now is going to lead here. I think Yonkers might nearly be a real good bet. I think I thought about I, this. Yeah, me too. That That's how, how I ended up getting to where I did like it. Beat, good idea, last start, who was a horse that uh, you don't mind, Daggy. And yep. I think I think at $4 it is not a bad bet at yeah. all um, in a race like this. It's probably fifth run into its prep, 2800s right up its alley. Uh, second favourite, Waterhouse, leave me out. Um, and then the market starts to get a bit wide. It's probably the main danger is Duke on Waller's other horse. But it's carrying 62 kilos. Yeah. Big weight. If I'd have a second bet here, it'd be Blandford Lad at 50s just because uh, actually ran quite well last time. Uh, uh, but uh, like the rest of them, yeah. yeah Cinderwind's one that I've followed for a little while, but it's drawn way too wide. I don't yeah. think it gets close. Um, Duke on. I've got three kids younger than Cinderwind. <laughs> <laughs> As I, wish a you know, I wish that was a joke, actually. Anyway, Duke on is you know probably off. the second bet, but yeah, if I'm going to have a bet, it'd be Yonkers, but actually, I'll probably stay out, to be honest. Oh, it's, how old is it? Is it 10 yet? Is it 10 or 8? <laughs> no, it's only 8. Oh, well, two, two kids. Yeah, I know, but, but like, know honestly, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, that sort of sums up the race, doesn't it? A bit more of a bit, uh, uh, much keener on the next uh, opportunity down here, race five of the listed 1,800-metre race, where there may be a good thing. Yep. Uh, Bandian lead off, or you've... Uh, yeah, that's another one. I'm not 100%. I really don't have a lot of interest in it. If, it, if I'm going to back anything, it'll be the favourite, but I'll probably just not... I'll just probably sit this one out, to be honest. Yeah, that's cool. Um... Um, tell us why this is going to win, Eva. Oh, look, I think, you know, this is a pretty pretty average affair, this race, and this is a horse that's uh, certainly on its way up. Uh, look, I think it finished off its race very impressively last start at Morfittville um, when they when Friedman takes them from um, sort of the, the outer-lying metro race tracks to Morfittville, has a good kill, beat Victoria Key, who's come out and won since, uh, which is very good form line for this. It was dollar sixty-five in that race, um, and that form has been franked. Uh, look, it wasn't think, just franked; it was franked in a group too. Yeah, that's right. Beating um, the horses out of the thousand guineas. So this horse has ran. This, this um, horse would have won the Derby. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm saying now. So if I'm saying that, then I think uh, five to four is a two dollars ten, two twenty-five is a is a great price. Yeah, it's a great price. So you've got you know. Three lengths behind Embolism at 1,300 in unsuited distance at Bendigo. Came out the next start and absolutely brained um, them at sale at odds-on. Taken to Morfittville, interestingly enough. Um, beat Victoria Key, who's come out and won that at $1.65 and now brings it back to Flemington for Melbourne Cup Day. I suspect they knew what they were doing here and I think they'll probably... Yeah, look. It's, well, yeah, the, the $2.10, acrophobic, oh, I don't know. Um, that, that's I mean, that's Warwick Farm that, Farm. $10 plus. That's Warwick Farm Farm. I know yeah. it, it did run behind Pelter in this, that. Sh- this should be $1.75. I think it will be. 
Um, two horses, if you want to throw into Moldy's confrontational Ultimate Edition, I'll forgive Ultimate Edition, I think it ran the 2000, will lead here, can run a place, and confrontational has come through the same, through embolism, uh, and he's flying his prep, actually. Uh, yeah. went, we're back to Geelong and one Geelong Classic. Uh, better, I'm going to double my Melbourne Cup bets that I'm having now because that's okay. gonna... all of a sudden he was gonna, you know five leg multi by the time you walk out of here yeah, that's... See, you get two, uh, two beers into him horrifying way to start um, I think it's a a steep ledge on the weekend what's that Not horrifying horrifying wasn't bad on the weekend if it does short I'll probably back it yeah. put it that Each way. way maybe you're an idiot if it's 20s but I don't think it will Throw money away. Not, well, win, win it's right. Um, you can have twenty. You can have thirties with me. So ABCs. So I'll AB, go put it on eight. No deal. Done deal, and I'll collect. <laughs> ABCs two, three, one for me. Anyway, so yeah, good on you. Um, just quickly, uh, actually, just to butt in about the derby. Uh, Barn and I don't follow AFL closely. What's the significance? Obviously, we know who Dennis Pagan is. For him to be a dual premiership winning coach. And a Group One winning trainer, can you sort of uh, for for the Sydney siders put that into perspective? What perspective do you need? <laughs> no, that's right. No, like a dual no. winning premiership yeah. coach. I no, I'm just saying, like it, like it's equivalent of um, probably not Craig Bellamy, but someone like a. That's a pretty amazing feat. To yeah, be honest. You're it's like it's like Ricky Stewart going. Oh, I'm just going to start training horses, horses next week, yeah. and yeah. Oh, he's obviously he's only trained for I think three months or something. Oh, you would have thought. I don't know what his background is in uh, horses, no, but don't you don't wake up one morning and go, "Hmm, I might train a horse today." No, no, no I know that. So, yeah, no, no. and so he's obviously grown up around horses or known something about horses in his in his day. I'm tipping it's not the first horse he's had, and mm. um, it's not the first time he's but been in, around. Incredible, them. Um, incredible. Something that hasn't. I, was, I guess obviously never number four, but I'm just trying. How do, would you even compare to any historically? Well, it's quite funny, hey, because he said this was training the Derby winner was ten times better than winning an AFL Grand Final. So that's a it's obviously a passion then as well. Yeah, it's obviously a passion, but that's a huge statement. I mean, um, yeah. you know, AFL's pretty big deal. Yeah, um, and coaching and the amount of effort, time and effort that goes into that, as well as yeah. um, training a horse. Um, look, I don't, you know, in all honesty, I probably because it's the last one he won and maybe he left um, AFL with a bit of sour grapes in his mouth or something <laughs> like that. Um, they're both like amazing feats and I'm sure you'd be... Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're, probably, they're probably on par, to be brutally honest, if if not probably, I don't know. But hey. to do both is incre- like an incredible thing. I think I'm trying to think of an analogy through similar sporting terms. I know... The, I suppose Alan probably Jones the bigger thing coach, for someone dual like coach and those sort of things, but that's a far leap. Was was probably more the fact that it was as the such a massive underdog. You know, it was, mm. wasn't. It's not as though he has a lot of horses. Yeah. It's not as though it was a fa- well fancied horse. You know, yeah. he's probably done things a little bit against the odds. So therefore, um, it probably you know it leaves a, a better taste in the mouth that you know you're not expected to be able to do that because you've done the other. If you if you trained the if you trained the Derby winner first and then won an AFL Grand Final, I wonder whether he'd still say the same thing. Yeah, that's true. And, and probably, I dare say it couldn't happen that way because if you're in horses, you're in horses, you're not going to suddenly at 50 say, I'm going to coach an AFL side. Yeah, so um, pro- I know there was a guy that coached the Australian women's cricket team and hockey team, and I can't think of his name. Rick Charlesworth. Rick Charlesworth. So he's done both. Yeah. Um, it is ex-cricketer. Ex-cricketer, yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe tennis or something as well. Yeah. He's, he's a, obviously a very intelligent man. And 
Um, I know Alan Jones, dual coach. There's a few dual, dual code play, uh, yes. coaches, but not so much. Something like that's um, incredible feat, I suppose. Yeah. It's, I guess the point I was going to make for whatever that's worth. What, what's what's your you know coaching experience, Daggy? Uh, last time I coached, won, I won the 16s undefeated. So look at um, you. Retired ever since. So. <laughs> what was the feeling around that? That was good. Good feeling. <laughs> so I imagine if I enjoyed that, I was the first kid in this. I was the first. I was what 20 at the time. I was the first bloke in the huddle at the middle of the wicket when we got the last wicket. Yeah. So um, that's when you that's how run. much coaching. Yeah, that's when I used to care. Um, so yeah. So no, coaching is a, a beautiful thing, but it's a, a very uh, as you know, trying and testing at times. But love it's, um, yeah, I, it, I think it's just, you know, just make a point of yep. kudos to Dennis Pagan, I suppose. Yep. I might uh, go train a horse now. We'll, we'll, we'll try that. Oh, yeah. I'll be a racing manager. Yeah. Doesn't have to do anything. Um, all right. <laughs> In the sixth, <laughs> um, over the 1400 metres, benchmark 90. That was a whole lot of shit. Oh, what's what's happening? Happening? Oh, no, so welcome to, thanks to Progress <laughs> Racing for supporting us. That's what we do. Um, this is a good race. It's yeah. a good race. Interesting race. Good race. Uh, Beaver, yeah. going to kick this one off? Yeah, it is a good race. Uh, there's lots of chances here, lots of horses that have got winning form in multiple wins in their last couple of starts, which is which is really nice, um, makes it really tough to pick. I've gone for Tavi Dance. Okay. Um, at the $6 mark, I thought its last start win was super impressive. I think it gets all the favours here with where it sits in, in the run. Uh, Jamie Carabord is flying. I think some of the other chances are drawn pretty wide. That's going to make it really difficult for, for it over the 1,400 to get in. Groundswell, Ocular. I thought Ocular was a little bit disappointing last start. A um, couple of horses, the difference comes back. Um, having been in South Australia, as does Aqueduct, um, they've both got ability. Outrageous is first up for the Hawk Stable. I think that's a chance. And coming around, um, bounce back before form last start. So, look, plenty of chances in this race. Uh, any of the top probably eight in the market. Uh, but I've settled on Tavi Dance. Barney? Yeah, I was going to say yeah, anything uh, similar. Uh, anything in the top six, I'd I'd be happy to put my money to. But um, I've I've picked the difference out of this one. I think it's come through its grades very nicely, and I expect it to be uh, in another grade again six to twelve months from now. And I think it's moving through the grades really nicely. So, at ten dollars and three dollars a play, so I'm going to have a play there. Very good. Uh, if it does run, yes, I'm. I, I support your opinion. Of the difference, which you all managed, uh, or mentioned, uh, outrageous. Trialed very well. Second trial is very nice. Comes down from Sydney. Has form in Sydney through uh, Trumbull, Face Doss, all those sort of horses. And I think at fourteen bucks is a good bet. Uh, I'd want to. See how the rail's playing there. Obviously, gate one's an issue, but for me, outrageous at fourteen dollars is my starting point. And Tavi Dance, good horse. Uh, I really uh, I, that'll be the other one I'll play, and I'm happy to go away a bit from the favourite in that yeah, race. Uh, and Aqueduct, if it gets to sixteen, eighteen bucks and gets a loose league with Karen, having uh, had uh, Jess Eaton on for the last few starts, uh, I can definitely entertain double figures as well. Yep. So um, I think that's a very good betting opportunity that race. So. The feature is, as we have uh, Sarah come in and help us out here, uh, the feature is the uh, Lexus Melbourne Cup, 3200. Let's just recap quickly your numbers. You can find the full runner-by-runner uh, runner preview yeah. elsewhere, but uh, Beaver, recap your numbers here. Yeah, we've done the full show on the Melbourne, every Melbourne Cup runner here, um, but the Beaver Boy has gone for number 13, Surprise Baby. Um, uh, are, you, are you alive? Have you got a live ticket? 
you don't have to share how much, but if you got if you already if you got a uh, all in bet on surprise, or I've not? got a couple of bucks on surprise already. Okay, that's all I was asking. Um, early days. Yeah, um, it's been the horse I've been following for the last twelve months. Oh, the bears are getting shuffled around here. Beaver's uh, he's banking up, um, <laughs> and Tiger Moth is my second choice there, um, as we alluded to earlier in the show. Yeah, my top two picks were um, uh, Prince of Iran. And Anthony Van Dyke uh, had Tiger Moth in as my third pick, and uh, who was the five? <laughs> Where did I go there? Uh, Sir Dragonette. Sir Dragonette. Yeah, so they're my top four 12, 1, 21, and 5. And for me, number one, Anthony Van Dyke from uh, Tiger Moth number 21, very elegant number seven. And Sir Dragonette number five, I'll be having a little, uh, I'll be having a beer on Miami Bound. Good on you. The 8th is the – when my internet joins us. The 8th is furfy. the 1800 Furphy. Yes. Um, where we see the return of uh, – where we see the uh, third up run of Purple Sector, who I'm tipping. Yep. I thought it was absolutely tremendous last time. Now down, right down in the weights for those that, for those people that follow that thing. Yep. Um, Craig Cup Week, Craig Weems on board, and I think it can tally. Yeah. Good to be honest with you. Um only, only danger, Junipal, who didn't miss the run on Saturday. Yeah, hopefully you get the winner of the cup here. It's got a bit of a bank to go into this and have a bit of a crack. Um, I think Purple Sector is going to be hard to beat. And my, uh, I think the only danger is really Holmesman, to be honest, the oh, second favourite. Yeah. I thought Holmesman was good at Mooney Valley. Um, great ride. Great ride. Great, it, it was a great ride, but I think certainly it'll even be more improved from that run. 62 kgs is... Uh, Bit of a, it's a big weight, um, but it's got some ability, and so yeah, that's that's what I'd be scared of. Yeah, I think we're all going to jump on the back of this one. Um, come back, gelded, come back in superior yeah. form. It's just been brilliant since it, since it's come back, and I expect it to continue. Um, obviously, it's a little bit of a step up in distance, but I expect it to be winning. Three dollars fifty, not a good, not a bad price. Absolutely, Absolutely. you're right there, barn boy. And uh, the the interstate markets tend to disrespect me, uh, disrespect uh, the interstate horses a little. It goes both ways, Sydney and Melbourne, and you probably will get four dollars on the day. Yeah, I'd be surprised if we don't. Um, this is a smorgasbord. The uh, H the Hong Kong Jockey Club Stakes over the four hundred meters for the mares. Interesting race. Um, Barn, you want to kick off for you? Yeah. Um, well, this is. Uh I've, I've earmarked Cordelia in this one. Um, you've got Oliver on board, O'Brien trainer, a great record at the distance. And, um, yeah, it's career form. It, you can't really fold its career form either. So at um, $4.50, I'll be jumping aboard Cordelia. Yeah, I'm with you, Bar. I I think Cordelia's a really good play in this. I thought last start was very good. Um, it drew wide, but, geez, it let down really nice once it got into the clear. Uh, drops a fair bit of weight on that run and I certainly think uh, O'Brien Oliver combination here yeah I'm, I'm keen let's make it three from three top pick clearly um, I'm done with Liar so we don't need to talk about her Fabric at $10 is flying yeah, my um, a bit and has a just missed by nose to Sovereign Award who's obviously Frank Bat. <laughs> And the third pick for me is Lata Gress, who's $21, and that's a crazy price given how well it's going this prep. 
So we're finishing today with the MSS Security Sprint over 1,200 metres, a listed race. Very open market. Uh, interesting here. Nabled obviously comes out having run on Saturday. And you were keen on one from uh, Adelaide Beaver, I believe. Yeah, I am actually, mates. Uh, one more jack uh, for me, mates. I thought, as you know, I like a like horses third up. I think its first up run was very good. Sat off the pace, flashed home, uh, just missed. Uh, when it does like to probably dominate up front. Next start went very quick. Was entitled to probably um, sort of throw the towel in, but, oh, geez, it kicked and, and it won easy. Uh, killed him, and they bring it over here for Melbourne Cup Day, and I think this horse has got some ability and it can go on to bigger and better things. So I'm willing to, at the $10 mark, I think it's a huge chance. Cool. I guess it, it goes in the quaddies then. Um, I hadn't really looked at it. Uh, Barney, do you have any thought here? I don't have a lot of interest in this race. Um, Exhilarates is the one that probably does pique my interest. Uh, has a good second-up record. Uh Good stable, good jockey, and um, yeah, if, if I'm going to bet, it'll be that one. But other than that, I might stay out. Argument, it's the uh, weakest race it's been in for a while, too, exhilarates. Um, for me, I just like the return of the astrologist. Uh, I like that it's now drops from, uh, I think, carried 62 when Beaver found it first up and uh, comes to town, and no, I found it. Someone found it. No, which one did you like? They're the same horses. There's two in a row we tipped similar horses. Not just mate, you wouldn't have tipped a winner. <laughs> no, that's true. It's probably you. All right, we'll give it to you this time. I like Craig Williams on. I think it uh, gets a lovely late in the day blending run from 14 and just comes down the outside. Uh, especially with the way the two sprint races went on the weekend, um, Craig Williams just nails that outside gate sprint. Um, September run in Bowman did the same thing with Fiesta late in the day. I think it's there to run well. Uh, from Yao Dash, who's teed up and ready to go, skip the Sydney Spring for this. And uh, yeah, definitely we're seeing the to. booking of Walker. 50, what, what way do we got here? 56. Yeah, no. Good, I like it. No, Michael, yeah, good I got no jockey, problem with Michael Walker. Just, he, the gay fandoms are interesting, yeah. Yeah, and he just does not cropping up in, you know, you're not look, finding him on favourites in. No, no, it's, um, I've got no problem with him on Yardash. I think yeah. um, I think that's quite a clever play because he was nom for all those sort of rich races in Sydney and yep. we didn't see him. Uh, exhilarates, very outside gate as well. Very interesting. So let's wrap up our thoughts at Flemington on Cup Day. I've put Beaver in charge of the quaddie, or do we do the best and value first, Beaver? We'll do best and value first. Go on, Barn, special guest. You've got a best and value for us at Flemington. Well, my value is the difference. As I said, the way it's been moving up through the grades at $10 and $3, I think it's a pretty good play for a value bet. And um, it's a joviality is probably – sorry, Cordelia would be my best of the day at Flemington. Um, $4.60 is pretty good price, great record at the distance. Um, and Oliver and O'Brien on it. So, yeah, I think we all jumped in on that one. So, yeah, I'm going to make my best of the day. Ain't no deal done. I think it's uh, there to run very well. I think, like you said, probably take the uh, $2.20 as soon as you can. My value is the Hawks Outrageous for all the reasons mentioned. And Beaver, what's your best value and quaddy? You're in charge of the cup quaddy. Yeah, my best of the day is race five, number two. Ain't no deal done. I'm getting out of here and getting home to get the odds now. Yep. Um, happy, happy as Larry there. And my value better the day comes up. There's a machine over there. Yeah. Get over there. 
Oh, that, that's, I'm getting unders <laughs> on that. Um, <laughs> uh, and in the last at Flemington, I'm going to go all up the bookie's daughter and race 10, number 16, one more jack. Okay. For the $10 mark. All right, and how's our, how are we making the best part of a 100 grand quarter here? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> 100 grand. Okay, I'll take 10. Okay. You ready? Go on. You got me? Wait, not yet. Go on, yeah. Tell, oh, well, One. Yep. Seven. Twelve, thirteen. Sixteen. Twenty-one. Ooh. Into. Uh, the next race, we've got one. And thirteen and fifteen. Yep. Third leg, we have got four, five, 15. And we'll chuck in also the two. Yep. And then we're going to finish off with two, six, 15. 16, 17. Very good. So a bit a bit of a wider quarter than you usually play, but it is going to be a value day. There's yeah. going to be plenty of money in that pool, and hopefully we scoop a little bit of it. Uh, the support card is the Roundwick meeting. <laughs> plenty of rain around um, today. I think there's a little bit more okay, today. Weekend. It's supposed to be okay. Yeah, hammered down all weekend. So we're going to head to Roundwick on a heavy track. It, I don't see much better than heavy. Rail in the seven. Last time it was there on a heavy track, it did play on pace. So there is a potential of that. Uh, doing the form, it is very much an owner's ticket day. I think there's a lot of horses yeah. here for the ticket into the corporate boxes, which kudos to them. I'd be doing the same thing. Um, instead, I'll be at a facility in on Victoria Street, Warrington, and you're welcome to come join us and uh, get involved. But otherwise, we're going to get into this race here, uh, into the, the Roundwick card. Shout out to Carol, who's got how many rows going in, big support of the show, but she's got how many rows in the first here, and um, not without a chance. Um, I'll chance. run through this card pretty quickly because we've been here a while. Um, chiming, we need you boys, I guess, essentially. Um, Honey Rose, good chance here. I, I really like the debut. Very green, chase for the line, run well. Um, I think a bit of a wet tracker. Uh, the second horse, Two Harmony, uh, has form around both Malkovich and Borna Warrior. Very quickly to 1,800 metres, maybe a concern, but looks a wet tracker to me. And the main danger was the uh, the Snowden horse, Kermit, uh, Kerm Commanding, who was very impressive at Kembla. If it can handle the track. If it can handle the track. But I think, I just got a feeling that might be a little bit tracker. Command, uh, Harmony Rose in the first. What's Carol say? She's keen. She's keen. She tipped it to everyone. What about, about the horse? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a couple of moe. She's... Uh, even keener. Now, um, we do uh, – she'll, she'll get involved uh, with the show, actually. She, we've said we'll, we'll get her on the show at some point. Um, we'll, we'll punch through the rest here. I, my best of day is going to come up in a second. I think Issa Farr is here to win. Um, Red and on debut on a heavy track. Chasing Private Cheetah. 
then went uh, chased home Ellsberg and Selborough's. Ellsberg obviously chased home Enchanted Heart on Saturday, and I think's here to run well. Had enough of Newsreader, which uh, far beat home. And unless there's something hidden here, I think it's here to run well. Anything to add, boys? No, I think you're right here, mate. Uh, expecting this horse to run really well, drawn well. Uh, looks to get the run of the race and uh, should be hard to beat. We've got the maiden race, 400 metre, 300 maiden race, where there is a few... Uh, uh, 1,300 metre, sorry. Maiden race is the third. And um, either you boys have an opinion or should we brush through? Bzz. Yeah, i got very little interest in the first <laughs> half of this card. No, yeah, I'll be playing wide if I'm going to have a bet in the first four races. Uh, Nash is here. He's on the favourite. Hard to beat. Uh, the only one I'll – well, the two I'll mention outside of that, Kiku of course he's got is tied to uh, Elizabeth <laughs> and uh, Selba Rose, who you can tie to the previous 460. But the one I want to back here, interesting one, um, Wicked Ted. I thought trialled okay. It's $26. First horse – oh, yet to have it. Out of Varpensiero. It's the first time doing the form I've noticed a Varpensiero going around. Mm. Um, but uh, Jason Cole did train said VP and um, – might be worth a little play at that, but the two favourites are hard to beat there. We're getting to a bit higher quality stuff going down the card now. Um, Kim War Train, great news, is the favourite in the fourth. Anything, lads? Oh, look, I think it looks hard, very hard to beat. It's won its last three starts. Uh, got the three kilo claim here for Sherry. Uh, look, its first up was pretty good. Um, hard to fault the form of this horse in a pretty... Easy race, I think, for, for something with this. Uh, I'd expect it to win this. Probably the main danger, Deep Crystal, at about $12. So um, I'm going to go with East Asia in this race. It's got pretty decent um, heavy and soft form. It won its last race at Wait for Age at the same distance and uh, pretty much the same class here at $7 and $2.50. Very good. Um, yeah, I'm with B, the sorts here. I think the booking of Nash or Deep Crystal coming out of the switched form. Um, both of those two have stood up on the Saturday um, from great news. And, yeah, third pick with Barn. First leg of the quaddy is the benchmark 72 for the three-year-olds. Private Cheetah back from listed grade uh, chasing some good ones here and um, should lead this as long as it handles the track. Should be very hard to beat, I would assume. Uh, gets a perfect rider for said leading. Beaver? No, I'm going to go for perfect radiance. Thought its first up run was uh, pretty impressive. Uh, Private Cheetah, it's going all right. But um, look, look, uh, as long as it handles the track, um, I think it's probably the horse to beat in in this race. Um, Chris Lee's trained, uh, drawn the inside gates. As long as that's not uh, not the place to be, I think perfect radiance could be a horse to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I was going to go pretty wide early in this race, in uh, in this card, and I'm going to go with cross-check in this. A dual acceptor, accepted for the race before, but I think it'll take its spot in this race. Uh, it's got a decent barrier. It's got pretty decent form on a soft ground, depending on how the, the track's going to play. And it's one and it's one at the distance also. At $9 and $3, I think it's a worth uh, each way play. Rip in. Very good. The sixth of the day over the mile, benchmark 72. Any th- opinions, boys? Nothing here. No, I'm going to leave this one out. I, I, I have to tip Atlantic King by default. Um, second in town and a heavy, and then resumed half a half a length behind Enchanted Heart, who obviously we saw on Saturday. Colette booked, uh, I think, it's a tick. Gone by is probably ready now. Um, 
be interested in staying in a mile. And then uh, Kukaracha down the bottom, I think wet track suits, and they're the top three there. They'll need a little bit of luck uh, getting across Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably does look think goes better than most back. of these, but that's probably where you're getting the, 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 a little bit of, of, of the odds. You yeah. Can. Uh, the 1,100-metre race, Benchmark 100, which you don't often see because it's essentially a listed race. Um, we're seeing the resumption of Space Boy, who ploughs through the, the wet against some um, Valamis come out, so that makes life even easier for Space Boy. But where are you starting here, Barney? Yeah, that's where I'm starting, and that's where I'm finishing in this race. Um, Space Boy at $4.80. Uh, a leader, good first up, soft, heavy... Uh, very good record on the soft, heavy, and the distance seems to have matured in the last twelve months, and I think it wins this pretty easily. To be honest, yeah, I'm ripping in. Yeah, I think five dollars is a great bet. Oh. Um, with hey. Valami out, I with was Valami worried. Out. I didn't know what to make of Valami because the heavy tra- track stuff was a little bit inconclusive. But uh, starts well, finishes well. It'll um, it'll ping across. It's got one job to do here. Trials are good. Uh, it's gate ten's gonna you know where it's going. It's going zot. And uh, someone's going to have to get past it. What's the danger? Blazing Miss. Not sure. Not inter- pandemic in the wet, not interested. Uh, Blazing Miss, the danger. Superium not... Superium doesn't go to it. If it runs, yes. then it's... It, they've killed that horse running heavy. Yeah. Um, it's a horse with ability and they've uh, it's been disappointing. It's closest out get to a lot of them. Yeah. Um, $5 space, boy. Happy days. $5. Daggy, shut the bar at 5 o'clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be over doing that. Don't about that. Uh, we finish a day with... Uh, another 1,100-meter race over the uh, benchmark 72. Do you want Bellucci Babe here at 260 or you don't? I'm backing it out of default, to be honest. Um, I can't find anything else to back, so it looks like it's going to continue its improvement. It's a step up, and I think it'll step up again after this one. Um, the ground's the only question, but... I oh, I think you're right. Um, Barney, I don't think it'll start at $2.60. Great news will come out of this race. Um, that'll squeeze the odds on Belushi Babe. Um, race day, never talks, drawn off the track. He's a hot shot, drawn off the track. Um, this will start odds on. Okay. I'm going to tip never talk. Yep. Um, this last win was pretty incredible, actually. Missed the start, got held up, still came on and won. I know it didn't beat really anything. Bolted in by five on a heavy track. I think it's got ability. Um, I think it'll go forward from gate 15 rather than go right back. Okay. Um, and I've just got a feeling Bellucci Babe is a 1,000-metre horse. So on a heavy nine at 260, no, if it gets out and if we're flying Beaver, I'm sure that'll be our biggest result today, Bellucci Babe. Just spec there. I won't start that. It'll, be, it'll, get, it'll get into odds on. On a heavy nine? If it's yeah. playing uh, sweepers? Outside fence, you want to back it leading? Well, it'll probably be middle of the track when it's leading. Yeah. I'm only backing I'm not gonna, it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just, else, I just honest. think... Uh, Take mate, the 260 today and the other best. The other things are we sweeping on the same blade of grass that they're going up and down on. Are we on the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, fair enough. Yep. They'll be, they'll be coming down the outside like you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come down the outside. Anywhere out of that. Uh, it's gone again. Okay. No. Oh, camera might be dead. That's right. I'll tidy it up. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, apologies to those watching on YouTube. The camera just died on us. Um, so, summing up our thoughts on uh, at Roundwick on Melbourne Cup Day, um, 
I'm in charge of the quaddy, so throw out your best in value, bun. No, oh, my best space boy. I think we all agreed to that, especially if you're going to get five dollars for it. You just get amongst that, and um, cross checks probably my. Um, it, it's going to be my value. That, as I said, it's my value play only because of the price at nine and threes, but we'll, that'll be my value bet. Yeah, I'm with you, Barney. My best bet of the day is going to be Space Boy as well. I like the horse, um, and I just think it's going to be super hard to beat at $4.80. And my value bet of the day, look, um, I think in the fourth race, Deep Crystal's probably good value at $12. Uh, be hard to beat. My best of the day is going to be Isafar, race two, and uh, my value Space Boy, but, you know, we're all in now, so I don't know there's any value left to be had. Uh, Have a look at him. It'll be $2.20. <laughs> <to the week. laughs> yeah, well, I when I did the form in Fantasy, um, Bill Army was in. Uh, all right, McCordy. First leg, 8, 10, 11. Second leg, 2, 3, 9, 12. Third leg, 2, 4, 5, and 8. Home with 2, 9, 10, and 12. Are you feeling okay? That's skinnier than yours. <laughs> That's right. That. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Tom you've been skinnier than me, mate. Oh. So we've... Uh, oh, 15 years ago, baby. Yeah, yeah, no, I still don't think so. I've had three kids since then. Let me know. Um, so let's uh, quickly wrap up here. Show us your tips. Progret Racing, thank you very much for looking after us. Um, give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter as well as Spotify iTunes and YouTube. Thank you, Barney, for joining us. Yeah, unreal having Barney. Good aboard. luck. Uh, you, we'll get you back again for sure and certainly. If he uh, gets a winner on the Yeah, floor. he might sack we'll you, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, Carol's chomping at the bit. From uh, we, we might get, Rod, we might get uh, Money Man Rod on for a Zoom. Yeah, might get him up. He might have some idea. Phone call. Um, thank you, everyone, for supporting us. Good luck this Tuesday, Beaver. And uh, I guess well, you and I are going to actually be spending a day together. Out together. And uh, we'll oh, do some live That'll be a ball. We'll be doing some live stream. Streaming, live updates and uh, <laughs> keeping everyone posted. But um, apart from that, good luck, guys. Good luck with the race at Sops Nation. If you're chiming in for the first time, get on board and um, stick around. We do the tip every twice a week, every week, free. Free tips are up there. And um, catch everyone soon. And before we go, just a shout-out to my man, Dean, at uh, Pro Group Racing for supporting the show. Um, great bloke. Um, thanks, Dean. We will, uh, we will have a beer with him at some point too. Yeah. All right, take care, guys. Good luck on Cup Day. Cheers.